The men's team last night went up against one of the best scoring teams in the country, UCF, also without a lot of key pieces. They've been without center of the defense, Marcus Murphy, captain for the entire year. The second captain, Enrique Galina, was out last night. So was Brian Schaefer, a strong defensive midfielder. So was Gabby Privetera, a big-time goal-scoring threat and a creator and a starter. J.T. Carper, a starter up front. You get the idea. The Bulls had to pull in some other guys. Gordon Phipps played a lot of minutes for the Bulls, did a pretty nice job on that right wing. Andres Frele ended up starting the freshman for the first time this year. Max Gottwald got the start for the second time this season. Julio Plata also got his first start. Even though those guys have been playing, yeah, they were pressed into starting duty last night. As I said, one of the leading scoring teams in the country coming in the Knights. Luca Dorado had eight goals, and he didn't play in all seven of their games, but he showed why with his speed. He made some big plays and was instrumental in the Knights' win. With respect for the opponent... And with how they've fallen behind early in their first two conference games against also good offensive teams, Tulsa and SMU, who, by the way, met up last night. Tulsa scored with seven seconds left in overtime to stay undefeated at 8-0 and stun SMU. But back to the Bulls, it did change their tactics. They went defensive. They did not press forward. They had Shagun Afalabi up front. They did switch things up, bringing on Oscar Rosano and Victor Claudel on offense, but they really didn't get too many chances. They were trying to keep the score low, and it looked like it was going to work until the end of the first half. Bulls are packing it back in. It's working so far. No score. Not a lot of dangerous opportunities for UCF. They've sent a couple of dangerous balls across, but there's always been two Bulls there. Oh, that's a good step over on that right side. There's another dangerous ball, and that's a goal, just as I was saying it. Putting it in is Ariel Hadar. That was all you want from across, and one guy that you probably don't circle as one that you're going to watch out for is the guy that gets the goal for UCF. Hadar had not played in their last three games as they brought in a three-match winning streak, scoring four goals in each. He had not attempted a shot all season. In the three games he did play, he never played more than 10 minutes. In this situation, Dorado actually whiffed. He tried to one-time that pass, and there was Hadar to bop it forward, the sophomore from Israel. So it was one nothing at the half. Even though it was kind of a fortunate and fluky goal, if you want to look at it that way, UCF, no fluke that the Knights led. They were out shooting the Bulls 7-1. to So USF had to change it up, and it cost them early in the second half. Trying to get it going now, and now they have a throw in just outside the top of the penalty box. Phipps is going to throw it back, and he has been on the field the whole time, and that is an interception by Dorado. And now the other way goes UCF. This is scary. Mazzafaro has to come out and play Dorado. He's got two players all alone, sends it across, and that is a goal. Unmarked. And, of course, it's Ariel Hadar, the man who had zero shots in this season. And he's got two, and it was the assist by Dorado. It was a bull that had a chance to get that throw in, and when he missed it, Dorado, to his full credit, was off to the races, and Hadar was simply there to knock it past Bulls goalkeeper Ralph Montero. Didn't look at that. Certainly did not look good then. Of course, the Bulls were going to have to keep pressing forward on offense, and they started to get some turnovers, and they started to carry the play a little bit, and it worked out. Full credit to Luca Dorado. He turned on the Jets there. That was impressive. Now the Bulls hope to get something going. They have to at some point. That's a nice ball up to Rosano. Slots through to Plata and gets into the box, but just a heavy touch there. So finally, a dangerous opportunity truly 
for the Bulls and Julio Plata. Again, basically playing in the JT Copper role with USF down so many players. And there's an interception. Now the Bulls have numbers. Rosano has a blast and a goal. Wow! What a rip! Oscar Rosano wants the ball back. There's four Bulls in the face of the goalie who's probably turned around right now doesn't, doesn't know what he just saw. Now there's pushing and shoving, and the war is finally on. It was four on three, and instead of getting cute, Rosano did something that was the opposite of cute. It was a nasty shot, and it's two to one. Before I could spit out how they came back against Tulsa, they build up the goal and a quick answer. Three goals in less than 10 minutes of game time if you go back to the Hadar shot with about five minutes to go in the first half. But the Knights would respond three minutes later. Unfortunately, it was that man again. And if you give Dorado a free run in on goal, bad things are going to happen if you're on defense. I don't think the Bulls can play afraid anymore. Yes, they started off this game in an extreme defensive stance respecting fully the opponent's ability to strike. One of the nation's leading goal-scoring teams, no doubt about it, and the Bulls know this, but you can't uh, play to lose only 2-0 because you don't want it to be, you know, 5-0. At some point, you got to change your tactics, and the Bulls have done that. Now they look like a better team. Down 2-1. Uh-oh, Dorado is going to get a step. Montero stays on his line. This is going to be 3. Oh, you have got to come out against Lucas, Luca Dorado. He is not one of the nation's goal-scoring leaders for nothing. Nice goal by number 22. It was a Luka. good ball. He was even. In fact, probably defender for the Bulls, Sal Mazzaferro, had a step on him. And that's not enough against Luca Dorado. Giannis Learman, their outstanding defensive player, just popped the ball forward trying to get it to midfield. One bull, Richard Duvall, tried to head it, just went over his head. Then Max Gottwald tried to sort of chop the ball, just pop it forward, which was smart. And he just missed it, and it scooted above him. And you heard what happened, and it was 3-1. to one. Then the pace slowed down. Inevitably, it would. And really, you got to say that UCF respected USF's change in tactics by not pulling forward nearly as much. And it seemed like it was the right approach. It looked like 3-1 was a likely final score. But things changed with about five to play. Five minutes left. Corner kick, South Florida. And that'll be Soga going over to take it from the right side. Good delivery, goalie stays put, headed, and in. That was a good delivery, all right, and Victor Claudel gets the goal. And this one is still on. Four minutes and 55 seconds left. Victor Claudel's first goal in quite some time comes at a good time. And it's three to two. Victor says, UCF, you're not the victor yet. It wasn't quite a mad dash in the last five minutes. In fact, really, the Bulls just had one chance. But it was a good one, and they nearly forced overtime. And Rosano gets fouled, and this is going to be a chance for the Bulls. A free kick, about 25 yards from goal. 2:12 clock is running, so the Bulls can't exactly take their time setting this one up. They're talking about what they're going to do with Soga Claudel over the ball. And they've just made whatever determination it's going to be, but they've got to hurry up. It's less than two minutes to go. Of course, UCF has not given 10 yards. And it's going to be Gottwald actually taking this free kick. Not a bad one, and tipped over the goal by Levine. What a bid there to tie it up. And 
It'll be a corner kick for the Bulls with 90 seconds to go. Corner that was a strong Florida. right punch. On second look, that ball was probably going to be off the crossbar, maybe even over the goal, but it was still the right call, of course, for the goalkeeper, Tyler Levine, to punch it over, and that was really the last chance for the Bulls. A 3-2 defeat. They are now 0-3 in the conference. 2-5-1 overall. I've been saying it all along. It's just about getting into the conference tournament at this point, and that means probably the fourth spot. It means you got to beat Memphis and Temple. you got to be better than them in the standings, and they've yet to play either of those teams. They'll get two looks at them the next. They go to now 8-0 Tulsa for their next contest.